Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. We are on our 119th podcast in seven days. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like, Joe. Um, we are committed during this time to getting you as much content as possible. During this time, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Lalo Tactical, L-A-L-O.com. Go there, use the code Maximus50. Get yourself some Maximus shoes and also get yourself some grinders, some Bloodbirds, some Zodiac. I think the Maximus 50 code works for all of those, but Maximus 50 will give you half price. Uh, it's a limited time offer. So if you're using, listening to this podcast, like way down the road, um, you know, six months from now or whenever it, it might not work, but right now it does. So if you're listening to this live, go hoard your shoes right away. If this plague or whatever it's called turns into some horrific zombie apocalypse, shoes are going to be one of the most important tools that you can have. Uh, Maximus shoes are also 100% zombie proof. Um, <laughs> we're also sponsored by 10,000. T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D dot C-C. Go get yourself some uh, shorts, uh, some shirts. They make you look jacked. They make you look handsome. Um, yeah, I love them. Uh, they fit really well. They're high quality. Use the code Maximus15 to get yourself 15% off. Joe, how are you today? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. We've uh, been been keeping pretty busy and, and getting some stuff done. So that's that's a good feeling. Staying productive. Good. Now, I, I should admit, well, I, I am a little stressed out because I did get word from uh, from on high. Our CEO sent a, a a very inspirational video message out yesterday, reminding us that we're all furloughed for a, for a month and that we should keep our spending to a minimum. So, thanks for that uh, that hot tip. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna go a month without pay, and then Lord knows what's gonna happen next. But uh, I feel like I'm in a good spot. I'm doing all right. I got I got plenty of stuff to work on. You know, I kind of been taking care of business on my own, so. It's 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 good to to know like my health insurance will continue, like that's uh, a nice little safety net right now. But uh, you know, not 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 counting on anything, just doing what I always do, grinding. So I would like to use that actually as a segment or a segue into what we're going to talk about today. All right. One one thing I kind of want to talk about Joe is is people out there feeling sorry for themselves because I see a lot of that going around. Yeah, yeah. And here's the deal. I get it. Times are tough. I get it that bad shit is happening. But I, I kind of want to remind everybody, and this may come across as a little bit harsh. So if you're not in the mood for some tough love, you need to turn your radio off right now. Um, people don't use radios anymore. I'm old. You're, 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 is radio still a thing, Joe? It, it does exist. Uh, it, okay. It just just it so you exist. know, just just so you folks know, like broadcast technology will never go away because anything that's digital can be delayed, but broadcast yep. is always instantaneous. So if you want like a tornado warning, like you're better getting that from your local news station than waiting for something to come through Facebook because there can be no yes, delay on, on broadcast. So that that's like if you need to get a message out to a bunch of people really fast, TV and radio, that's way just, to go. they just cannot be I, I like it. Um, but yeah, so I guess radio is still a thing, but we are not on the radio live. We are, are uh, you can get us on iTunes. You can get us on, on, on the Amazon, the Google, the, the Spotify, the, wherever you can get your podcast. We, we are on the iHeart radio. Just so you know, we did, we did make the cut. Nice. I, I, I that makes me happy. I didn't another milestone for us. <laughs> we, uh, 
But if you're not in the mood for some tough love, you might want to turn this off right now because we're about to come at you pretty hard. There's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world. There's a lot of people getting laid off. Uh, there's a lot of people who, who, who've lost some loved ones. There's, there's people who are sick. There are people who are terrified about what COVID-19 or 19 COVID um, is going to do to the, to the uh, economy. I was going to say environment. That would have been a wrong word, Joe. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to remind everybody out there. This isn't the a first time you've faced adversity, and it's not going to be the last. This isn't the first time the world has seen a crisis, and it ain't going to be the last. This isn't the first time that you've had to, like, roll your sleeves up and get your ass to work, and it's not going to be the last. The reality, Joe, is, is I kind of live by the motto of of bad shit happens to good people all the time. Yeah. The real test of who you are is what you're going to do what you're going to do when the bad shit happens to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I uh I'll, g- I'll give you an example that's a little personal. I remember uh it was October and it was 1998 and I was headed to my grandmother's for Thanksgiving. Uh I was at the University of Western Ontario. And my parents were supposed to meet me there, be there uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. And I got a call, and turns out my dad had a heart attack. He was in the coma in the hospital, wasn't going to make it. He was going to die. And literally, in the span of a 30-second phone call, the entire trajectory of my life was changed. Right. And... I remember feeling a little lost. I, 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 I think I was too in shock to be sad. Mm-hmm. Sadness and that stuff didn't set until later. Right. But it was kind of like I got gut punched. You know what I mean? Oh, I imagine, yeah. And so uh, we had we had. And my dad was my best friend. We we spent a lot of time together. He was always there for me. Uh, you know, someone I I, I, I talked to that, that really supported me, and, and I didn't know what to do. And so. Um, I went home for the funeral, uh, lived way up north, uh, gave myself about a week, and uh, I went back to university right away. And and there's going to be a couple of lessons in this, I guess. Um, but the first thing was there was a part of me that wanted to consider dropping out of school. There was a part of me that wanted to just stay home and feel sorry for myself. There was a there was a part of me that wanted to cry. There was a part of me that wanted to shut down. And I'll never forget, my mother said, you're going to get your ass back to school. Me and your father have worked way too hard raising you to have you just give up. And your dad wouldn't want that. Yeah. All right. I, I, I packed my shit up. I went back to school. Was it easy, Joe? No. Was it tough? Yeah. I mean, it was it was hard. But, like, my mom was right. We, we, we paid tuition. I, I had a place to live down there. I'd worked my whole life to get to this point. And really, I was going to be the first one really in my family to graduate from a university program. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, you're going back to school. Like, I got stuff handled. I also watched my mom, and, and, and I've told her this um, about how proud I was of her. She just lost her husband. Her, her whole world was, was blown apart. She handled all the financial stuff. <clears throat> She yeah. handled life insurance. She dealt with what she had to dealt with. She planned the funeral. Like she didn't, she didn't crawl into a hole and die. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So she had to go through that. 
that was the first lesson I had about feeling sorry for myself. Went back to school, uh, talked to my profs. They were willing to give me some leeway. I got some exams pushed back, got some grace on like, they were, they were really good to me. And my wrestling coach at the time, Ray Takahashi, um, you know, if it wasn't for him, I probably would have quit wrestling, to be honest with you, because um, I was kind of lost. And he said, listen, kid, take as much time as you need. This is rough. I get it. Uh, can't imagine losing my dad. You take as much time as you need and we'll be here for you when you're ready. And so I took some time off wrestling. And it was funny because it was a couple of months that I took off. Joe mm. Showed up to a practice here and there. Tried to get my shit together, but just, just kind of like lost my fire a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget one of one of my best best friends calls me up, says he wants to take me for lunch. So we we, we went for lunch. He looks me in the eye. He goes, "When are you gonna grow up and stop feeling so fucking sorry for yourself?" Hmm. What do you What do you just say to me? He goes, "Listen, your dad died. Boo hoo. Grow." <laughs> Get your ass back to wrestling. You need to do it for you, and we're relying on you. We can't win a national championship without you, so you need to stop letting people down and get your shit together. We've given you two months to cry and do whatever. I'm like, holy shit, this is the fucking most harsh thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I don't know whether to punch you in the face or, like, cry or – um, but it was kind of the spark I needed. And, and I went back to wrestling and I had a really good year. And from there, it was no looking back. I, I, I wrestled. I ended up in the UFC. Uh, I, I won a bunch of other shit. But but it was funny that talk, uh, even though it was delivered in like an overly harsh way. Like, can you imagine someone saying, oh, your dad died. Grow up. Boo hoo. What the fuck? I mean, like, like, I mean? The, like the day after, you know, a week later, like <laughs> yeah. no way, like two months. Yeah. Like, OK, this dude, like he's trying to tell you something. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. coming from a place of I don't care. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have taken no, you out it, to lunch if he just thought you were being weak. No, in his point, like it, he could have said it more eloquently, I guess. But he was kind of rough. His point was like people die all the time. You need to fucking get out of this. Mm-hmm. And. He was right. Other people were relying on me because they needed me to win a national championship. They yeah. couldn't do it without me. Like, yeah. he's like, people are relying on you. You need to fucking get back here. And the other thing is, is, and this is why he became one of my best friends for life. He was the only one to really have the courage to tell me that. Yeah. Everyone else tiptoed around it. Everyone wanted to feel sorry for me. Everyone wanted to. He's like, no, you need to get your life back. And he's right. Like, uh, uh, your your guy. Uh, um, do you remember when when Dave Lombardi was coaching uh, Brett Favre, and he <laughs> Brent, is, Brent is Favre. At, it's F A V R E Favre. But when he when he went Favre. to Minnesota, my, like the best T shirt I ever saw was "We'll never forget you, Brent." <laughs> it's so funny. Here's here's the deal, Brent Favre. Um, didn't he, you'd know better than me because you're a Green Bay super fan. Didn't his dad die and he went out that night and just shredded a team yeah. on Monday Night Football? Yeah. Didn't that happen? Yep. Because because they were in the hunt for the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. It was a big game and a lot of people relied on him. He did what needed to be done. And I get it. I can't imagine how difficult that would be. You like, know, knowing, knowing, like again, like his dad would have wanted him to do that, and so it's it's easier to have that motivation when you know, like, no, no, my dad would want me to go out and like crush this team, you know. Yep. And and I feel like football is made for those moments, you know. Let's win this one for the Gipper kind of a thing. So, you know, people do go out and and 
it, it distracts you from like the pain. It distracts you from everything that you need to be distracted from. And it gives you that yep. thing to Oops. focus on. So it, it makes sense to me. Who's the Gipper? Is that Dave Lombardo's nickname? <laughs> you know something for Joey? Aren't you like an English major? Haven't you read these books? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just know you guys love Dave Lombardo. This is, this is anyway. old Penn State legend? I mean, come on. Um, hey, um, we're getting off track here. But but seriously, there's no point. Like like the big thing with that is, is you got to go out and handle your business. Um, you're a father right now. Mm-hmm. If – if and I'm I'm throwing like horrible life circumstances at you, mm-hmm. make dies in a car accident tomorrow. Right? Do you get to crawl in a hole and not be a dad to Max and Jojo? No, no, not at what all. You could. I suppose you could choose that, but I'm sorry. When you decided to have a kid, you took on the responsibility of. I'm sorry. You need to be the strong one. You need to get your shit together and you can use whatever phrase you want. You need to woman up. You need to man up. You need to person up. You need to people up, whatever the the appropriate saying is these days to be all inclusive, but you need to get your shit together because you don't get to feel sorry for yourself. And, and, and I look back on my experiences and wow, how different would my life have been if I would have quit wrestling? Yeah, no kidding. I wouldn't be in the UFC. I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. I wouldn't have written for men's health. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have my kids. Like imagine how different it would have been if I would have packed it up and quit. And I'm thankful for my buddy for sitting me down and, and letting me know what was what. Hey, I think we're because all thankful life, for that because sometimes you need that talk. You know what I mean? Life. Yeah. Life has to go on. So how am I going to relate this to the current situation? Uh, well, let's let, just, let's talk about what we've got going on on social media because I see like like two things. You know, I see uh, a bunch of people that are posting, you know, uh, have funny memes and pictures and like self-deprecating jokes about being locked up and alone. Um, and some of them are witty. Sure. Ha ha ha. But then there's also the other ones that are that are almost like the the pendulum swung the other way of like trying to help build people up. You know, and, and, and I saw one today that's like, you know, here we all are joking about how fat and out of shape we're going to be when we come out of this thing. But like maybe our bodies aren't the most important thing right now. And like ah, I get the sentiment. Like I understand it. But like that's almost giving people permission to just not care. And there's just no reason not to care right now. In fact, yep. I, I'm I'm of the mind that when the chips are down, like it's time to step up. It's easy to give up and quit under big circumstances. You know what I mean? It's real easy when something tragic happens for you to just say, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm going to change my whole life and go a, a different direction. Like it's easy to make those big changes in those big moments. I think it's a lot harder to dig in. And and I think that's where our like our metal gets tested. You know what I mean? Like your metal was tested when your dad died. What are you really made of? And somebody recognized in you like that you weren't being true to your nature. And when he called you out on it, it, it turned you into who you are today. You know, you well, embraced it, it and, and, and that became, became your reality. So here, here people are like at home going like, Oh no, I can't get to the gym. Well, boo frickety who? Like, I don't care if you can't get to, I don't care that you don't have a, a barbell. You don't have a, a concept two rower in your basement. Oh, I tried to order my bike online, but nobody's delivering because the virus. Oh, boo-hoo. I guess I'm just going to dive into a deep dish pizza and drink my woes away. Like, get over it. It's funny. I talked to a person yesterday about this. They've been drinking for two weeks. Uh Uh-huh. I've drank more since I was in college. I'm eating like shit. I'm not working out. What are you doing? Yeah, why? Really? 
And, and by the way, oh, you want to watch Smeagol? Uh, I'd like to introduce our co-host, Babu. Hey, Babu. He's, he's, our, he's, he's our executive producer. We take our orders he's, from Babu. He's, he's, but, you know, he should be sitting here listening to it. He feels sorry for himself a lot. He cries. <laughs> oh, but, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he's sitting at home going, oh, God, I can't get to the gym. I can't go to preschool. Boo-hoo. But, but here's the thing. This, this guy I was talking to, is, is he's a friend. He's, he's kind of feeling sorry for himself. He's one of the lucky ones that has a job and is getting paid. <laughs> and he's feeling like this. Yeah. Can you imagine the person get laid off? Not furloughed, as you call it. Yeah. They got He got laid off. No job. You don't know how you're going to make your mortgage. Like, and and wait, 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 you've got a good job and you're drinking and you're eating like shit and letting yourself go. Um, I, I can't imagine. So I want everyone to think about where you are right now and all the negative self-talk that you've had over the past week, two weeks. I don't know how long this thing's going on. Everything's a blur for me, Joe. Yeah. Um, but really in, in troubling times, in, in un settling times, you got a couple of choices. You can sit around and you can feel sorry for yourself. You can waste your life away. And I think we talked about this during a uh, podcast, Joe, um, about if you're stressed and you're upset, why are you just giving yourself more problems? Yeah. Yeah. You're just you're, you're, you're what I mean? adding like, to the list of negativity instead of, of building it up. In fact, uh, a, a guy that I work with it was kind of fell into the same thing where all of a sudden he was gaining weight and he was feeling sorry for himself. And I just told him, like, you're done. I don't I don't give a crap. Like, we've got goals we're trying to hit here and you're going to hit them no matter what. And, and it's actually yeah. proved to be very motivating for him. It's like, yeah, you're dang right. I don't have to sit here and feel sorry for myself. Like, no, you don't get to work. No, but why give yourself more problems? But that's like, exactly so, it. Yeah. I mean, like you've got, already you got, got enough, enough hard stuff to deal with. You know, you've, you've got, like you said, you, you just lost your job. You've got no income. You've got no possibility of getting a new job right now. Like well, might as well, might as well ruin your health, drink yourself in a stupor, ruin your relationship with your wife and, and yeah. fuck your kids over too. Like, yeah. why not just show everything on the fire? And that's what I'm talking about. Feeling sorry for yourself. Like feeling sorry for yourself doesn't help anybody. I look back at my experiences and for a minute I feel sorry. I felt sorry for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I got snapped out of it by a friend that really cared, but it's like you, you, you look at something like that. And again, look how different my life would have been. Who knows yeah. where I would, you know? Um, and, and I, I, I chose to do, to do the right thing. But if you're sitting at home right now, feeling sorry for yourself, you you can sit and cry and bemoan your situation and feel sorry for yourself and drink and eat bad food and fight with your kids and be miserable. Or you can like start to fight, Joe. Yeah, you can you can get your fucking self off the mat to use a fight analogy, get back up before the 10 count and, and you can fight. There's been plenty of fighters that have been knocked down, but keep going. And that can what, be what, what did Rocky say? It's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you stand back up. Right. Yeah. That's, and that's and that's it's so hokey, but it's true. Yeah. Like and 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 again, back to the earlier part of the podcast, this isn't the first time stuff like this has happened to you. And it's not going to be the last. I can mm-hmm. promise you that. So you you can sit around and you can complain and you can cry and you can feel sorry for yourself and just put yourself in a in a in a, a downward spiral of depression and negativity. Or you can find a way out of this. So we've we've been hammering this in podcasts. This is time to get to work. 
And I don't know what work, work may look different to different people, Joe. Yeah. This may be a time for you to, to, to start your online training business. This may be a time for you to do that podcast you always wanted to do. This may be a time for you to, to, you know, chase your dreams of being like a, like a food network celebrity. It might be your time to, to research something you've always wanted to research about. It might be time for you to, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, finish an online degree. Yeah. Like maybe you're two credits away and you have time to do that. Maybe it's time for you to get into a new industry. Like you can use it or maybe you just use this time to become as fit as humanly possible. Maybe you use this time to strengthen and embolden and, and galvanize your relationship with your partner, yeah. your wife or your husband, you know, whoever it is. Maybe you use this time to repair your damaged relationship with your kids. Maybe you, you, I'm looking around my house right now and yeah, I'd like to get some painting done. I'd like to clean. I'd like to install a set of shelves. Maybe this is the time. I've told you before I'm terrible with home repairs. Right. I'm not good at flooring. I'm not good at – maybe this is a time for me to learn. Maybe it's a time for me to like, hey, I'm going to tackle this project. Mm-hmm. Now, this leads us to the next thing. How are you going to do that? So I, I, I heard a guy tell a story the other day that was super interesting, Joe. You got a 1000 bucks in your bank account. That's it. How long do you think that's going to last? Really? Yeah, not very. You know what a lot of people are going to do? They're going to sit on the grand and just watch it dwindle, watch it dwindle, watch it dwindle, watch it dwindle. And then they're going to be at zero and they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I have an alternate strategy for you. How about you take 500 of it? And I know it's scary, but spend it. Do something to increase your business. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, buy 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 some ads or, or. Buy some ads, buy Zoom professional, um, invest in an online course that can get you a certification and then go out and make yourself some money Mm -hmm. so that you don't run out. Well, this is this is like the, the, you know, teach a man to fish versus give a man a fish. Right. Like you can take your fish or you can take your opportunity to get to work here. But like I don't want to rely on somebody else to like because eventually that money's going to run out. That's the reality. So it might be time for you to think outside the box and do something. Yeah. And fortunately, we live in an era where, you know, I'm looking at it right now, but I got my phone out. I have access to the world right now. Yeah. So maybe maybe you do a whole pivot in your business strategy. And this is something we talked about the last episode where you have to adapt. And you're going to have to take some risks. But if there's any time to do it, it's now. It's not time to sit back and feel sorry for yourself. Like it's it's really funny. The stimulus package, it's supposed to come out. I think every family's getting thirty four hundred bucks or I I don't know what what it looks like. But what are you going to do with your money, Joe? You know what? I'm sad. (laughs) I was like, maybe we'll pay off some debts. Maybe we'll maybe we'll just sit on it because I don't know what's going to happen next, you know, or maybe yeah. I don't there's there's a lot of good that I could do with that money, you know, and I'll just look for that opportunity maybe. and say that maybe there is a tool that I need. Maybe maybe I'll pay off the the credit card I bought my computer on, you know, and call yeah, that a business maybe, expense. Maybe you maybe you get Zoom professional and start hosting online sessions for people. Yeah. Maybe you buy some ads on Instagram. Maybe you invest in a course that costs $600 and, and you learn something that will help better yourself so you can make more money in the future. Or you put it in a bag, you bury it in the backyard and just hope and pray for things to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Ways, so I'll be able to, or, and I, 
Joe, I really hope I'm wrong on this one. Or you can do what I expect 90% of people to do. Go buy top shelf liquor. <laughs> Go buy a spot cage for the garage. Hey, I do, I do want to point out that the liquor stores here in uh, Minnesota are still open during the shutdown. So we got Essential options. service. <laughs> Go buy some cigarettes. Go buy a barbecue. Like, honestly, Joe, this is what I see 90% of people doing. Yeah. It's like free money. It's it's the same thing of the attitude of, I bet there's a lot of people out there. And, and then let me know if you're in the same boat. Feel free to send me a DM and complain. But people are looking at this as, oh, I get four weeks time off. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, you can't. Actually, you can do whatever you want. Who am I to tell you what you can and can't do? Yeah. But I wouldn't use this four weeks to just piss it away and have free time off. Like, you know who has the right to think like that? My 10-year-old. I'm sorry, my 11-year-old. He's 11 now. <laughs> See, you need like to he, reconnect with your kids. You don't even know their ages. He's he's psyched to just get, like, time off school. Oh, if I was his age, I would be too. You know what I mean? Like, I get that it. makes sense to me. I get it. Guess, guess who's getting a rude awakening when he gets home? Yeah, that dude. So he's, he's coming back from his mother's today. And uh, we were actually talking about it the other day. And he's got a rude awakening, Joe. He's coming home to a world of chores at home review packets that the school yeah. has sent me. Um, he thinks it's going to be playtime. I am making it my life mission to teach this little motherfucker that there are no free lunches. You know what I mean? Yep. That's going to be his deal. Like yeah, it's, you a, can't, it's a good time for kids to learn some really important life lessons. Yep. Because it it, really you is. can't like, we got, we got like, this isn't just free time, buddy. You got to do some stuff. So you're going to help me. You're going to get put to work. Yep. And and he's actually pretty good with that. I actually had a really cool experience yesterday uh, talking about that, about people not feeling sorry for themselves. Um, we got Costco at home delivery. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, they start delivering it. And uh, there was this woman who came to the door and she's got two kids in tow. One was six. One had to be three years old. They were working. They were carrying Costco stuff to our door. So I I I tipped the little dude five dollars. Nice. Because he was working. Just I thought it was the right thing to do. I I don't know if you're supposed to tip the people or whatever, but it's like good for you for getting to work. And another thing, good for the parents for putting their kids to work. Yeah. Like you're off school. You're getting to work. It's not well, and, just video. Games and, and, and yeah, and I like it that it's it's like you know what we have to keep working. We have to keep you know moving ahead. Uh, what are we going to do with these kids now? We don't have just daycare to dump them off on. Nobody's coming to babysit. You know what, kids? It's time to go to work. It's like yeah. old, old school now, where you know, hey, you were born on a farm. Guess what? You get to do the rest of your life. Farm. Yeah, you know. Well, it's it, it's actually funny. Obviously, I don't work on a farm. Um, sometimes I wish I did, but. Um, I actually have my son beans. He films a lot of stuff for me on Instagram. Yeah. And he said before, Oh dad, why do I have to do this? You know, that criminelli you were eating yesterday. <laughs> that's why they sent this to us. Yeah. That's why. Like, you know, those, you know, those hot dogs you love eating on your trigger. That's why, you know, those Lalo shoes you love wearing. That's why. Yeah. Like you, you, dude, I'm sorry. I interrupted your Legos or whatever you were doing. And listen, <laughs> they can have, Kids need to be kids, but at the same time, like probably a great time to, to teach your kids a lesson in terms of like, hey, we, we got to work a little bit every day. It doesn't need to be excessive. Just have them do an hour of stuff. 
Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to plan out how this is going to look because I, I do see the funny memes about homeschooling. How some <laughs> parents are just going crazy. Like homeschooling is hard. I, 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 I get it. But um, when I'm maybe when I'm doing the podcast, he's doing his uh, his schoolwork. Yeah. I mean, it's got to get done. Um, and so we've actually got Joe. It's funny. The school sent over five different 18 page reviews. Wow. He's going to have to do some schoolwork and have some fun. Well, My wife's giving me a dirt. You know what? I'm, you I'm glad because. Sit down and do all the homeschooling with your kids. <laughs> you haven't done anything with that yet. <laughs> see, see, here's, what, here's, here's what's happening next. And I, see, I don't know if she can hear me, see. but Beans is about to go to like collegiate level education. Like <laughs> we're going to throw this, so, this, so this the real, base the real. level stuff out and we're going to get into some analysis of some like, you know, 15th century old English. <laughs> if, in case everyone's listening, the real hard ass of the family just spoke up. She, uh, she has lectured me on Jack's on how I haven't done any homeschooling with Jack's <laughs> and haven't made him do his arithmetic or his art or his, his things. Jack's is three. And he's getting <laughs> pushed to the brink of just stress breakdown right now by mama. <laughs> Poor guy. He doesn't. He doesn't even know the COVID exists. He's getting worked to the bone during this time. Yeah, this is the but worst. But he'll he'll grow up to be a break. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be he'll grow up and and he's being forced to train. If you watch my Instagram videos, Joe, no free lunches here. He's doing jumping jacks. Have you seen any of them? Yeah, he's doing burpees. He's doing split jumps. It's like you get to work, dude. No free lunches. <laughs> he's getting he's getting put to work. But but he's three and and he's going to grow up to be a, a well sorted out little boy. But you can you can see it like like so so you've got options is our point. So what we'd like everybody to do, I think we've hammered the don't feel sorry for yourself um, stuff to death. Um, make a list of things that you want to do and get after them. Yeah. And if you find yourself feeling sorry for yourself, stop. Shut it down right away. It's negative self talk. Like so, what you had a bad workout. Yeah. So what you don't have equipment. Um, so what you don't like, like, what would you do, Joe? Imagine that you are a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. You're a power lifter. You're an, you're an Olympic lifter and you don't have access to a barbell and weights anymore. Are you just going to quit your sport because you can't train for a month? Yeah, I guess it just folded, folded up, throw, throw the dreams away. You know, this takes me back to the day. When when people didn't have anything else and they strung up a garbage can to a tree and played basketball using that. You know what? You want some inspiration? Like, look at what those dudes in Africa do. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a twig with like logs on the end of it and they're just bench pressing it because it's heavy. You know, they're picking up like truck yeah. axles or like big rocks that they find. Like, just get creative yeah, just and try to have fun with it. Just figure it out. Like, um, deadlift a couch. Yeah. I don't carry a fridge. Like there's stuff that you can do to figure out how to get yourself fit. Like a lot of people have done it. There's actually a, it's, it's like an Italian inner city Bronx thing, but like stickball. You mm-hmm. ever heard of stickball? Oh yeah. We can't afford a baseball bat. So we're going to use like a broomstick and a ball. Yep. Learn, learn to play. And some of those kids made the major leagues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or the people in Africa you were talking about that it's like the barefoot run thing that used the, the the what's the book where they talk about the tire tread running where people would take like old tire treads and, and put twine around them and those would be the shoes are you talking about born to run yeah i think that's what it yeah. is 
But like, if you don't have shoes, make them. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, remember those lessons because it is time. If there's any time that's dangerous to feel sorry for yourself, it would be now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a a trap. It's an absolute trap that you're walking into and you're never going to come out of. And there'll always be an excuse, Joe. Oh, always, always. Right. Like, like, like take something simple like with fitness. You don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. If it's that you don't have enough time, it's that you got your kids. Yeah. Like, look at what I did yesterday. Uh, I was with the kids alone for a few hours. I worked out. I had a great workout, by the way. Mm-hmm. Got the podcast done. Yeah, they were on the podcast, but who fucking cares? If you don't like it, don't listen. I don't care. <laughs> like, if, if that's going to really bother you that much that I'm trying to get content out from home with my kids, find something else to listen to. But I got to, I got to, I got to, that's my attitude. I got a podcast out. Yeah. Um, uh, manage to clean some stuff, manage to make lunch, like just figure it out because there'll always be an excuse. I don't have enough time. My kids are here. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with my equipment. I don't have the right diet. I'm off my schedule. My show is on during this time. My DVR is not working. Like there's always something that you'll come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that at this time it's easy to look at the negative and focus on the negative. And I'll tell you, Joe, um, there's actually, and I can't remember. Oh, I actually know who I heard this from. It's Tony Blower. Fear is contagious. Mm-hmm. But guess what else is contagious? Compassion. Courage. <laughs> Courage. Yeah. yeah. Courage is contagious. So just like negative thoughts can be contagious, positive thoughts can be contagious too. So you, you, you jump in the, in the cesspool and the whirlpool of negativity, or you get, you get pulled up the, the, the staircase of positivity. I guess that's your choice. No. And I'll say, if you're finding yourself like wallowing in a little bit of self pity right now, uh, step one, stop blaming yourself for it. Step two, go get your green dots, do, do some green light therapy, start writing out five reasons why you're, why you're going to get out of that mess. Just do the things that we talk about all the time on this podcast and it will make a difference. If you haven't started doing it, there's no better time than the present. Yep. And they're just pretty easy and it doesn't have to be full scale. You can even just, I don't want you to get the idea from this podcast that you need to make your kids homeschool for 16 hours a day. No, no. It should be in the backyard to the bone, right? Like yeah. picking blades of grass instead of using the lawnmower. But like, like the reality have- is like, we're, we're, we're trying to do our job, which is this podcast and we got kids. My, my, my daughter's been in here a couple times. Usually we're, we're recording at the time my son takes a nap. Otherwise he'd be the, the other executive producer. Yesterday I did an Instagram live workout. We did uh, death by air squats and it was me and my daughter because what else am I going to do with her? I'm going to kick her out. I'm going to pretend like she doesn't exist so I can have my Instagram time. It's like, no, this is reality guys. This is what we all have to do. But here's a workout that, that, that we can do at home together as a family with everybody on Instagram. Like it was a good time. Yeah, but you can also train and you don't have to train 16 hours a day. You can train an hour a day. Yeah. You don't have to eat like garbage. Can you have a treat? Yes, but you don't have to eat like garbage all day. Yeah. You don't have to live in filth. You can clean your house. Like you've got time to do it is my point. Don't let everything slide. Yeah. And I'll Joe, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that are just smoking weed and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been looking for this that, excuse. This is a this is vacation time for them, right? Well, they're gonna be they're gonna be in for a rude awakening. When this vacation drags on and drags them down with it, and then it's going to be time to go back to work and they can't even cope with their reality anymore. Yep. Speaking of that, 
Bad news today, Joe. What's up? Speaking of people that, that, that cannot get out of their own way. John Jones was arrested in New Mexico. You don't know who John Jones is. He's, he's arguably one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Mm-hmm. And he has a troubled past. He was arrested for aggravated DWI and negligent use of a firearm early Thursday morning. Wow. He was also charged with possession of an open container and no proof of insurance. Awesome. Really? Mm-hmm. This is how you're using your this is how you're using your quarantine time, huh? Mm-hmm. Not judging. Just it's like what a what an example of a brilliant fighter. And I mean brilliant, Joe. He's good. I don't know how much yeah. you've watched his stuff, but he mm-hmm. is good. And it's like issue after issue after issue, and now it's this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So there's an example of what not to do, everyone. Learn from this stuff. And you you said uh, you said something really we can we can end the podcast with this today. You said something um along those lines because he should have learned from this too not trying to be judgmental but what did you say about the past um those who don't learn from it are doomed to repeat it or mm-hmm. that was exactly that. right yeah which is true like 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 you know use some of these people around you and you go on your social media and and people are drinking and eating like garbage and letting themselves go fucking learn from that don't be like them do the opposite do something to better yourself yeah even if it's just listening to a podcast like the Maximus podcast, better use of your time than watching another, you know, rerun on TV of some show that teaches you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so, if you've already choice. seen it a hundred times. Yeah. Like really? Like how many, how many episodes of everybody loves Raymond? Can you watch? Well, I'll answer that. You can watch a lot. I love that show. But, um, or cheers or, or, or game of Thrones, or it's actually really funny, Joe, before we go, I was going to leave it on that, but I want to leave it at this. The the shit I'm seeing on Instagram and like, here's a list of like the five best TV shows you can binge watch. Because mm-hmm. that's a great way to use this time to just binge watch. In fact, I will tell you, I think I've watched less TV during this time than I ever have. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there I'm with been, you. Like I've just been hyper focused at getting shit done because I don't know what my business looks like in three months. Well, I'll tell you this much. I feel better working. I feel better tweaking stuff and thinking and plotting and planning and doing. You know what I mean? Like and, and, and getting up and getting a workout in and then thinking about prepping food and, and, and doing housework. Like I feel better doing things. If I was yep. if I was, a, a, you know, a millionaire who could just sit back and get fat and lazy, like maybe maybe then I would have time to watch TV. But I, just, I ain't got time right now. The days are short, yeah. my friend. Like it's it's time to get to work. Well, and, and I know you and, and you're like me. I bet this makes you feel better because it's at times like this. I want to work harder. That's exactly you know, right. A, when the chips that- are down, man, like I, I want to get going. Like when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And, and, and I've always been somebody who works well under pressure. I mean, I've worked in live TV. I've been a prison guard. Uh, I mean, some really like high pressure situations there. And it's like those are the times to shine. You know, those are the times where, like I said earlier, your, your metal gets tested. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to buckle? Are you going to crack? Are you going to give up? I mean, if people are relying on you, especially like you got to stand up and you got to do the dang job. And, and, and it's easier to focus because, like, you know what needs to get done. When things yep. are going well, really well, it's it's the hardest time for me because it's like. I don't know exactly what I'm focused on or what I should be doing, but 
when the ship is sinking, it's like, you got to bail water, man, get to work. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, Joe, I've learned that's when I'm at my best. Mm-hmm. Getting stuff done, but there's there's a great Dan Gable quote about that. I wrestling's obviously impacted my life in a tremendous way. Dan Gable's one of the greatest ever. But when I'd get tired and want to stop, I'd wonder what my next opponent was doing. I'd wonder if he was still working out. I tried to visualize him. When I could see him working, I'd start pushing myself. When I could see him in the shower, I'd push myself harder. Mm-hmm. It's just so indicative of so many things in life. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to use this time to work harder than I've ever worked to make sure I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sit around. I'm not going to rest on my laurels. I'm not going to like hope that the, that the government's going to bail me out or everything's going to be okay. I'm, I'm going to trust in the only person I've ever been able to trust in. That's me. I ain't going to let me down. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah, I feel it. That's it. It's like, I, like, I know what I can do and I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't work out, if I lose my business, if I follow my face, if we're on the street, at least then I can know I tried everything. Yeah. How yeah. bad would that feel if you didn't? You know what I'm saying? So you guys stop feeling sorry for yourselves. Listen to the podcast, download it, subscribe, tell all your friends. Um, by the way, it is impossible to do any of the stuff we're talking about without wearing Lalo shoes. Yeah. L-A-L-O dot com. Use the code Maximus 50 to get 50 percent off. And it's impossible to do it without the right uniform, which will be your 10,000 gear. T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D dot C-C. Use the code Maximus 15. It's also impossible to do it alone. So get into the Maximus inner circle at the Maximus yes. dot com. We are going to be doing some live workouts. We've got some fun things planned. So, so get involved. Yeah. If you, if you are a member of the, uh, inner circle, we just, we did, Joe, you're actually spearheading this. We actually yeah. set this up. We're going to be doing some live workouts for people. Uh, Joe, you're going to be the coach. Yep. You're going to be training people, um, walking people through, uh, you know, a bunch of workouts, keeping them motivated, uh, question and answer, stuff like that. Um, and that's one of the perks to being a member of the inner circle. So go to the maximuspodcast.com. You have to click those three little lines on the right side of the page. It'd be a drop down menu, click join, and then you join and then you have access to a wonderful community. And, uh, some online workouts that Joe's going to run and host. It's going to be awesome. So um, we will see you there and we'll see you at the next podcast. Because you're the last of a dying